0: Welcome to the Fitness and Color podcast where we follow and highlight the experiences of people of color in the wellness and fitness industry telling their stories in their own words.
1: Nothing. Yeah. To me that I have found yet has replaced the way that I feel when I run. Do we always want to run and go out but like just the feeling afterwards. Nothing yeah. has like given me that high or that feeling of accomplishment. Really?
0: Hi, Liz. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me,
0: Sid. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good. I'm out the house, so that's a good thing.
0: Thank you for joining the show. I wanted to talk about kind of like your fitness journey. And I really want to dig deep. I want to go into like what you were as a child. Ooh, okay. You grew up playing sports through your early 20s. And like kind of, yeah, tell us a little bit about what you do now in Trailblazers and then we'll dig a little deeper.
1: Okay, so Trailblazers is a group. It's a it's a it's essentially a running crew. for. Mm-hmm. It's an all-woman um, running crew Um, and we say that we're more than just running because we think it's really important to focus on more than just like the physical aspect of running. Like workshops help enhance us as women. So it could be meditation, it could be yoga, it could be partnering up with other other POCs. We think it's just super important to work on us internally and externally, and then also give that space for women and especially women of color to show the world what, what they could do.
0: Who is Liz Rock? Tell me about, I know you're Haitian. I know I am Haitian, yes. Were you born here in America?
1: I was born here in America, yes.
0: So you're from Randolph, Massachusetts?
1: I'm from Randolph, Massachusetts. 15 years. It's been a long time, yeah. Yeah. Where'd you move from? From Watertown.
0: Ah, Watertown. Interesting.
1: It was interesting because we lived in a two-bedroom apartment above like a karate and pizza shop. It was just literally, that's when like my aunts and uncles were like coming in from Haiti. Yep. I have to say like that time was like amazing it was fun
0: family like my mom was the first of her family to be here mm-hmm. so she you know was the one to petition and bring everyone else over right but they, they were just moving with us there was a, an open door policy right like we all grew up with each other on top of each other behind like right. in the neighborhood
1: <laughs> right and that's basically my parents well my mom and my stepdad was basically that for everyone else like we were struggling so we didn't have money or anything like we were poor yeah. But we were just that that household. Yeah. And we still are, kind of.
0: You went to Watertown, going to school there, playing. Like, when did you find sport or fitness or like?
1: I would say I found sport when I moved to Randolph and I was in high school. Okay. Because I did play basketball.
0: Nice. I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't know that. I played basketball and then did like a half a year in AAU, but that costs money. And
0: how many siblings you have?
1: That I'm close to, or that I grew up with. Yeah. I have two. So like my young, my younger sister and my older sister. Okay. And then you find out about siblings throughout that. Yeah. So my dad had son that I found out a couple, found out about a couple of years ago. Yeah.
0: So and which, he, 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 lives lives in he lives in Haiti. He lives in Haiti. Yeah. Yeah. My my parents both grew up separately in Angola before mm-hmm. coming here um and there's a guy that's on on facebook that hits me up he's like i'm your brother i'm your brother i'm your dad's son
1: backstory my dad like he was in my life like i knew i mean he was in my life when i was really young but like he just disappeared so like throughout my whole life i like crave you know father-daughter connection type of thing so like i would have like moments where i would like i need to find this man and like my mom claimed that she didn't know where he was. I had no idea if he still lived in America or if he was in Haiti. So I would go on Facebook and like search, send off messages. Hi, I'm looking for my dad. And then finally, it clearly helped (laughs) because my now brother (laughs) found him on um, Facebook and he happened to message me back talking on the phone and like sending pictures and how I, wow! i found out where my dad was so
0: but your stepdad was in your life he was
1: in my life yes
0: so you, you started playing basketball you played basketball through 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 high school throughout high school Yep. you went to college
1: i went to college i went to, i did one year in newberry and then i transferred over to umass boston
0: nice yeah. so i know you had mentioned your grandmother had a big part in you picking up running a healthy lifestyle so i want, I want to talk about started thinking about fitness i know you had dealt with um with weight issues Mm -hmm. for a while so when did that start i guess
1: the weight issues yeah oh i mean i'm still going through weight issues now (laughs) but um, it's a journey that you're
0: still through yeah i'm still going through yeah this year has been a serious bitch but from what age do you think do you remember seeing like or thinking that weight was an issue throughout
1: my whole life weight was always an issue yeah get into a mindset where it's like okay i need to lose weight and then it wouldn't last too long i guess it's something truly clicked was when my grandmother passed away.
0: Okay. What? How old are you?
1: 25, going on to t- like 26, 25, 26. And I'm 30 now. I always say like, I feel like she, a lot of like her health complications and I, you know, high blood pressure, mm-hmm. heart disease and, you know, diabetes. A lot of those things could be prevented by like, you know, a, a healthier lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, our culture. We didn't grow up with learning how to eat or like...
0: We ate what we had.
1: We ate what we had and what what was cheap right buying rice was cheap buying bread was you know what i mean so then it it could feed a a lot of people so my grandmother passed away she's had multiple strokes before but like this the last stroke that she had um basically took her out was she a bigger woman she was a bigger woman yes a lot of my like my aunts and stuff are like bigger okay um so yeah she was a bigger woman had health complications since she was like 30 you know what i mean like already taking medications and stuff at such a young age and then i remember she had passed away and then i think i had i had went to like a a random doctor's appointment for something i don't remember what but i remember them like taking my blood pressure and it was like pretty like hypertension type of thing and that just scared the crap out of me yeah so from there i was like okay let's like let's get serious but it's it's a struggle
0: it's not like i've seen you go through i mean cycle through it i guess yeah um because there was a point where like you had dropped a ton of weight right yeah and i can't remember what year that was because i remember like i love the videos that you post when you were like at the beginning right and you literally would do five leg lifts right and that was it that was it right and you would up and down and that was like for me that's super inspiring i used to show Maya all the time like yo look at this like look do you know liz like look at this shit. right she's out here like literally working right so like tell me about that time because I, I find that super inspi- inspiring when i watch those videos right and you posted, you know you used to post some more
1: yeah i used to post some more this year i haven't been posting that much at all yeah. i tr- it's so funny because like i tr- i feel like i try to like block block that time out okay if that's weird i have like some sort of disconnect with that time with that liz with that liz and I feel like right now I'm having a hard, cause I've, you know, I've been saying that I'm having a hard time cause I've gained a lot of weight back this year. Yeah. So it's just, it's weird. And I'm gonna try not to cry right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I know like for sure, like, yeah, there's definitely a disconnect with the Liz that weighed 350 pounds. And I think that it has, I mean, talked to my therapist and stuff, like it has a lot to do with shame. You know what I mean? Like feeling yeah. that sort of shame. I was at that point
0: i mean that's where you started though
1: (sighs) yeah that is where i started yeah
0: okay yeah i mean i know that you know you you (laughs) deal with it your way but when i think about it it's like i don't see shame i only see glory or like i only see driving and inspiration because like you started there and you like
1: right i mean i fought i know for sure i mean obviously because i went through it like i i fought to get to a certain point it's just hard
0: so you 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 hit the gym Mm -hmm. your gym was a thing um, and then running, uh, mm-hmm. but I think you had said somewhere that running was the quickest way to drop weight that you saw, I, right, I, am I right? I
1: don't, know. I don't think running was the quickest way for me to drop, I mean, going through the process, going through the process, I, maybe because I was overrunning, and maybe not eating, yeah, a lot, you know what I mean, so, um, I got into, I started taking running seriously because someone had asked me to do a a sprint triathlon.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm like, out of the swimming, out of the biking, and out of the running. I'm like, oh, shit, I I can't run. I did the couch to 5K.
0: Did you have an accountability partner through like these early days?
1: I, and I think, yeah, I think that's what has helped me throughout this whole journey. Okay. I feel like I've always had, at one point or another, I've always had some sort of accountability Partner or like group of people who helped me like push through when I wanted to like give up. When I started the Couch to 5K, I had a couple of coworkers who were like ran the Boston Marathon or who were runners, yeah. and they dedicated one day out of the week to do the Couch to 5K because you had to dedicate what is it? It was three days out of the week for like eight weeks or something, yeah. my coworkers, they would run with me after work. They gave up their time after work to run with me.
0: And that was your introduction to group running, running with them.
1: Right, in 30 minutes. Okay. So three miles in 30 wow. minutes. I mean, that's pretty fast. Right. A couple of 5K yeah. training. So I was able to have the momentum to continue to run for 30, like to do the 30 minutes run, but I would never be able to get the three miles. Um, and I think the sprint triathlon, it was like four miles that you had to run.
0: So you went into the half marathon. And I went
1: into the half marathon. And even before I completed the half marathon, I already knew I was running Boston. Why? Wow. I, I had gotten into charity to run Boston.
0: I mean, runners are crazy. I mean, I got into running and I ran a marathon. That was my first. I hadn't run. I probably ran a marathon before I ran a half marathon and yeah. a 10K. Yeah. I might have ran a 5K and then a marathon. Right. So like, I understand that. When did the weight start to come off?
1: Oh, it was already coming off. Uh, Like by the time I did the sprint triathlon, I I had already lost a a lot of weight.
0: When did you start becoming active on social?
1: Throughout the whole time. Throughout the whole time. And
0: you were just building a little following as you went?
1: Pretty much. Okay. I guess people love a good.
0: A good story? A and after (laughs) picture. (laughs) I mean, every time I see it, I'm like, yo, look, Maya, this this is fucking dope. Okay, so half marathon. And then when did you find group running? Crew running.
1: I was training from a marathon. Someone who I ran with once, he was like, "Oh hey, like I know someone," and the someone was Lou. You should check out his page. He runs a lot and he runs with people. And Lou was running with unnamed. Yeah. So that's basically how. Okay, 2017. 2017. Yeah. Was
0: that a really bad winter? Like, how was running training that year? That
1: was like my first time running in winter. It was yeah, it was a bad one. It wasn't great. Nothing. Yeah. To me, that I have found yet is like has replaced the way that I feel when I run. Yeah. I mean, do we always want to run and go out? But like, just the feeling afterwards, nothing has like given me that like high (laughs) or whatever, or that feeling of accomplishment. I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you you ran your first Boston. Yep. How was that?
1: Hard. It was good. It was hard. Yeah. You raised all that money i did i had to raise like 5k okay that that's 5k money. is not that bad actually i, I know i am very lucky <laughs> i am very lucky yeah i like, mean
0: five, like, put in the context 5k is a lot of money but when it comes to charity running for boston marathon right that's on the low lower end
1: but i have to say though out of all of the towns i've had to raise money boston like raising money for boston was the easiest okay
0: do you think it's because you're from here and
1: no, I just think it was, again, <laughs> oh, girl who loses a lot of weight. You know what I mean? I, um, I just feel like. Oh, it was that story? It was that story, yeah. Okay.
0: And wh- who are you raising money for?
1: It House of Possibilities. I know Hope. It's a very small charity. Yeah. Adults, kids and adults who have, like, who have disabilities. Okay. So, like, autism and okay, stuff. Okay, maybe My that's nephew, not what I'm thinking about. He has, he's autistic, so. Yeah.
0: The Boston Marathon is not the most inclusive, the mecca of, like, racing right like right. you can only qualify to get in but that's what makes it even more exclusive right. when did you start running because i know you've done four out of the six majors kind of chronicle you ran to the boston and then like was more weight coming off
1: i was just at that point I, i'm trying to maintain okay like throughout boston till now i've been trying to maintain fighting to maintain when And I say fight. I was fighting to maintain
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, so talk through what fighting looks like.
1: It's mental. It's a, to me, it's a mental bitch. It's exhausting. This is why me and Francis click on a really just deep level. Because I feel like I can't talk to a lot of people about just weight loss and maintenance. The struggle that it is. Because, like, people just think, you know, stop crying like eat right and exercise and it's fine you know yeah. what i mean but it's, it's just so much more to it mm-hmm. the fight is just it's really mentally exhausting mm-hmm. honestly because it's like you don't want to go back and you read the you read statistics on like people who gain the weight back and it's not that great oh
0: wow i know you did a lot of meal prep oh uh how does that i mean living at home stuff because you eat what people buy and what people cook I just unless you cook for yourself like how's that go
1: yeah so i meal prepped which i just i buy my own stuff because mm-hmm. i can't eat i couldn't eat. not in a haitian household you can't not in a haitian household no you can't my issue well a lot of my issues is i go from extreme to extreme to extreme i'm very Again, trying to work through this with my therapist. I'm a very black and white person. Like it's hard for me to do middle. It's hard for me to do.
0: I can see that. Yeah, you know I mean? and how hard you go for trailblazers and right whatever you put your mind to. Right. right? Like, so it's
1: either I'm, I'm all in or I'm not at all.
0: And when you're not all in, it's like you just let everything go, and it's I like fuck, every, nothing's yeah. working. Let me nothing's just nothing's working.
1: Whatever. Trying to scramble, trying to figure it out depressed anxious
0: i can relate to that mentally from like an entrepreneurial standpoint right because like there are days where i'm on a high like bro i'm about to kill this <laughs> right. like this shit about to be it and right. then there are days where it's like i quit a, a great career right and i have a child and right. a wife and a family and people who expect me to be great here i am like really brisking it all <laughs> right. trying to be great but am i great you know like and i have I those think days
1: that's the thing though it's that and I could relate to like people expecting you to be great type of thing. Yeah. Because that's a lot of pressure. It is. The, when it comes to like the whole weight loss thing, like people praise me so much or like half praise me so much for losing weight and oh my God, you made it. And I'm always like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just this whole like.
0: I mean, you did make it. You have to celebrate your wins. Right. You I do.
1: I do. Yes. But I just know that it's just a life yeah. lifetime worth of work type of thing. Yeah. And you, I just feel like I always have to be on someone who shares so much of their journey on social media. <laughs> yes.
0: I was, gonna, I was just going to add, social media doesn't help.
1: No, it doesn't. Like, I've had, like, I've posted a picture once, I remember, like this summer or something. And someone was, someone was like, Oh, did you gain weight? You know what I mean? I'm like, Yes, I did. <laughs> Thanks. I'm not trying to hide it. Like, Yes, I've gained weight. Like, yeah.
0: it is what it is. Going back to like marathons. So, when was it that you did that York photo shoot? Because wow. you were definitely at your finest. Oh, I that was... You was stutting in that.
1: <laughs> I was stutting. I, I love New York. New York is my favorite marathon, by the way.
0: We had a... I mean, shit. Was, was it because I was there?
1: New York, just, I don't know, vibes and...
0: Yeah. The actual time you ran, it, <laughs> it didn't did, matter.
1: It didn't matter. It was mm-hmm. just...
0: So you did Boston in 2017. Mm-hmm. When did you do London and... Not Tokyo. London and Berlin.
1: Berlin. No, not Lo- Berlin. London... In Chicago. Oh, in Chicago. Sorry. I did London in 2018.
0: Did you do Paris too? Was that the same time? But like you. It was there like was the same people. time I did. Some yeah,
1: of yeah. people in the run crew did Paris. Okay. But I'm not running a marathon if it's not.
0: A, a major. A major. Yeah, I got you. And then I'm done, yeah, I think. Yeah,
1: I know. London in 2018, I said. And then I did Chicago in 2018.
0: Four marathons in two years. I
1: mean, I shouldn't have ran Chicago. I shouldn't. I should have just been like. White flag, yeah, but I ran Chicago <laughs> anyways. Yeah. Chicago hurt.
0: Chicago was one of my favorite marathons.
1: I hate Chicago, really, because oh, all yeah. I associate it with is pain. Mile one, that's tough.
0: Yeah, shouldn't have <laughs> I shouldn't run Chicago now. I feel like that was a time when you were like, "Said I want to become a, a, a studio instructor."
1: 20, 2019 was my hustle year. I was working like two jobs. I was working my full time job. Mm-hmm. I was working. Heartbreak, like the stores. Yeah,
0: I remember you reaching out, wanting to become a, and I was like, Of course, like Liz, are you serious? Yeah. You were like didn't have the confidence in yourself.
1: No, I didn't. Something I'm also working on.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's easy for me to say from the outside looking in, like, I admire you a ton. Obviously, you know this. I admire you too,
1: obviously. <laughs> right? Like,
0: and so for me, it's like, Yo, like, yes, you have everything. You have the grit, the grind, the experience. I mean, you have everything to be it, but you just kind of doubting yourself there. Right. And it's so i guess you do you doubt yourself on a lot of things
1: i think i i do
0: do you celebrate your wins
1: um if i do it's very quickly and i move on
0: hmm.
1: right i'll do something and then it's it's like okay what's next you expect
0: perfection or are you like are you a perfectionist
1: i want to say depends on the thing like, if it's trailblazers, I need it to be on. I mean, y'all are on fire. <laughs> like, if it's anything to do with, like, trailblazers or something, like, it needs to be, or, like, bra run, yeah. like, I need it to be good.
0: So let's go back and talk about how the bra run came to be. Right. And how it's grown to be what it's now.
1: Right. So bra run, what year? 2018. So 2018 was our first bra run.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And it literally came about just me going out for a run that's that's how the idea of ron came about hot summer day hot summer day liz take off your shirt you're hot you're about to die come on do it did i do it no i didn't do it and then as soon as i got home i'm like oh my god like imagine like how many other women feel this way and i think that and also too like i was obviously following following francis and she was posting about like running in her bra like her sports bra and I was like, let me hit up Frances. know, I, I have an idea. Are you, are you down? Yeah. And she was down and...
0: Frances is the most down. That's my homie. <laughs>
1: I love Frances. Like, shout out to Frances. Honestly, she's amazing. Yeah. So. When I
0: found it, when I started Pioneers, Francis was the first. I was like, yo, I need you. I mean, I've known Frances forever. We went to middle school together. Right. And I started running, but she was already running. I remember I started running and I would look on a Nike app and she was doing like three times more yeah. a month Francis than I was.
1: Francis is crazy. I don't know how she does it.
0: So then you hit her up. You guys, uh, you—I mean—you mobilized that pretty quickly.
1: Not even a month. I wow. would say like three weeks, maybe.
0: Wow. And then how many people do you remember? How many people? One
1: hundred and fifty,
0: maybe. Oh my God. We were so scared. it was a thing. It was a thing. Like, it's a thing that women obviously right thought about, dealt with, was empowered, like was excited about. I mean, because at that point to pull one hundred and fifty people, I feel like we didn't we didn't have one hundred and fifty people combined group. Run. Right. No,
1: we didn't. No. There was a lot of women that weren't part of like the running community who came. Yeah, Like who was, it was like my first time running a 5k, oh, my yeah, first I do remember time this. ever running in my sports bra. Like, so super empowering. It is very empowering.
0: I remember seeing women of all shapes, sizes, backgrounds.
1: Right. It was a beautiful thing. It was definitely a beautiful thing. So, and
0: then you'd see the elite, the the regular runner <laughs> women's all the way in the front, right? And then you see everyone else in the back, which was cool. I mean, it was just you know, running's that type of sport, but um.
1: right. Um, so yeah, so that was the first bra run. It was literally we we put it together in like three weeks. We I mean, we were doing back check really one of my favorite moments of bra run doing <laughs> back check out of a rented u-haul truck
0: in front of poor house in front of the port
1: house <laughs> right um yeah it was pretty funny
0: yeah i was there it was great
1: uh, and then the second Bra, we came with it with the second Bra run like because we had like a good location we yeah. had like the i'm all about vibes like yeah um creating a vibe so like, we had the after party and stuff, which was really good.
0: Yeah. How many women?
1: We had, like, 80-ish women. Mm-hmm. But this time was a paid event, so.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> a, big, a big drop off. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, it's fine. Um, Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, 2019, we had a bra run and then this year, 2020
0: we had a bra run okay 2020 bra run was a little different it was a little different we're in quarantine yeah
1: we did we were in quarantine we still had a lot of girls come out though yeah um we did like a hybrid which was like we did virtual and in person okay
0: um was it a paid event yeah was you guys raised a lot of money
1: it was this year wasn't a paid event it was we raised money for ywca Mm -hmm. um and it was like donation based and we raised, in, like, two weeks, we raised, like, eight grand. Yeah, wow. And then Puma matched up to five. Wow. So, like, all together, they got, like, 12 grand.
0: That's super dope. So. And the virtual one, I remember uh, you guys worked with Monique in New York. We like just had did. her, like, take over. Okay. Um, I remember seeing her on the, on the social. Yeah. I was there. Brought Sebastian. I yes. I mean, I go, you know, Sebastian came to the, to the second
1: you're all, you're always there. Sid. I, I feel
0: like so, so Maya was pregnant 2018, uh-huh. and Sebastian was there in the stomach. <laughs> 2019, he was
1: there always. 2019, he was
0: on my chest. We were really right. vibing, and then 2020, he was there in his little um wagon. Right. Yeah. That's
1: the one thing I could say about you. Like, e- like I know you, I don't have to ask you. You you just come. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you just show your support. Like it's like if you look, okay, sits there.
0: So. <laughs> I mean, listen, I I support the. The people who I, I mean, I have, you know, admire you, obviously Francis and Abeo, so he's got to show up.
1: Right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so
0: 2020 has been a tough year. Yeah. For a lot of us, for a lot of different things. Yeah, for a lot of reasons. For yes. you, obviously, it's dealt, I mean, you've been dealing with more gain, 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 uh, weight, weight gain weight in 2020.
1: Gain. Yep. More weight gain in 2020, just going from like, doing so much i guess because mm-hmm. like in the beginning of the year i was <laughs> literally working still working two jobs teaching at heartbreak teaching at trophy i was taking improv classes
0: oh i forgot about that <laughs> i remember now
1: <laughs> i was training for a half marathon that we're supposed to go to in greece okay um yeah and then all of that just like went to a, a stop yeah um yeah it was just i don't know i'm just so i was just so used to being like
0: on the move on
1: the move and on and then i didn't tell a lot of people this but i ended up getting COVID.
0: oh wow i did not know that i ended
1: up having covid and pneumonia it, it wasn't that bad but like i literally was stuck in my room like i don't i live with people yeah so i was in my little room for like a month and a half because like. We were we were supposed to we were expected to go back to work um, in the office in like the end of June. So I had to have like two negative covid tests back to back. And whenever I would get retested, it would always come back positive for like a month and a half for a month and a half.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. So wow. was that the beginning, the beginning of what? Of
0: like, at the be- Was that in March, April? What- oh,
1: sorry. That was the end of April, all of May
0: so you were stuck in your room i was stuck in my room no getting outside no, no exercising no
1: nothing that's and tough yeah that is that was mentally I mean, that's tough mentally yeah yeah tough. that was like mentally tough and then that was like the beginning of like the whole like ahmaud yeah. Aubrey, the like yeah, you know so, what i mean so it's just like
0: but then you started organizing um when did you start organizing for uh like the the, uh, the bike ride against Breonna, for brianna taylor
1: I started organizing, so.
0: I I feel like you channeled some of your energy towards that way.
1: Right, I did. Because I'm, I told you I'm compulsive, like I'm kind of compulsive, and Mm -hmm. when I'm all in, I'm all in. Mm -hmm. And I just, I was angry that this, I mean, this has always been going on, but I was just angry because I was a little bit more angry because I just felt like there was a lot of attention towards the injustices that were happening to black men. Mm and not black women. Mm-hmm. So um I thought of the ride for Brianna Taylor And the reason why I even did the ride for Brianna Taylor not the run for Brianna Taylor is because I was injured. And I'm like what am I doing right now? I'm b- <laughs> I'm biking. Yeah,
0: like, you got crazy biking. Like yeah. you've been biking all year.
1: Right. So I'm like okay, let's do the ride for Brianna selfishly. <laughs> I'm like let's do right. the ride for Brianna Taylor. Um, so yeah,
0: Tell me about that. So I saw two events, didn't make to either of them. Sorry. No, it's I mean fine. we just talked about how Sid be supporting <laughs> and I wasn't there. So um yeah, those looked really, really awesome. I feel like one of them coincided with something else I was doing. But, anyways, tell me about how those went. Um mm-hmm. and like, yeah, tell me how those went.
1: Um, the first one was in July. Um, and that one was it went really well. We started at Castle Island, um and it was about like I'll say like eighty people showed up to that one, which okay. was really good. We had a couple of good speakers um all women um and we basically rode for brianna taylor mm-hmm. um and then the second one um was in October mm-hmm. and that one we actually partnered up with the ride for ride for black lives, okay um. And they basically just supported us because they were supposed to have a ride but they're like no we'll let you guys do your thing this um this month and that we had like about like 300 people
0: yeah we rode Uh, through boston
1: we rode through boston i wanted i'm like we need to ride through like seaport and all that crap so that was good um we had amazing speakers and stuff we did like we started at the underground we had um Fresh Food Generations out. Yep. Um so basically just like a protest and celebration of her life. Yeah. So
0: cool. So Trailblazers, where what's the uh so the bra run has become the Trailblazers?
1: Yeah. So basically now it's like Trailblazers presents the Bra run. Okay, type gotcha. of thing. yeah.
0: And so what what's the goal with that you the, know, the, the next f- year, year and a half?
1: With Trailblazers and the bra run? Yeah. Um, or even
0: just Trailblazers. I know the Bra Run is going to be an annual event. I'm yeah,
1: annual. Bra Run will always be a thing. Um, we do want to go to other cities with the Bra Run. Mm-hmm. Like, this year we were supposed to do New York. Like, we already had the Dom deposit on a location. Like, that was already a thing. Like, yeah. it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, but then, obviously, COVID. For sure, Bra Run, I, I see Bra Run going to different cities. Yeah. Like, major cities. Like... I would love to do LA. I would love to even do London or something. Like mm. I'm trying to like plot how to like yeah. get in touch with like the running crews over yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. Um, but like I want it to be like internet. Like I would love to see bra run like in different cities type yeah. of thing. Trailblazers, where do we where do I see trailblazers in like the year and a half? So basically continuing to do like we have our self care Sundays. Yeah. So continuing to do those, partnering up with other POCs give them that platform mm-hmm. continuing to run obviously continuing to build just like that audience mm-hmm. we do want to do weekly runs but i i feel like i know francis is like really wanting to do weekly runs okay. but i i want to i just want to hold off a little bit on that don't because, start in the winter right <laughs> right i definitely want to hold off until covid is like situated
0: yeah the only yeah. reason i say don't start in the winter is because it's already hard enough to get people out in the winter it is hard um but you know what? Starting the winter could give you the, uh, the needed kind of like structure that you can then plan for going into the summer because the right. summer it balloons.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. So we'll we'll see for sure, but we'll definitely start doing weekly ones. But it just I'm not sure when. Okay. Definitely sometime in 2021. Um, but we do have like our next like our next six months is like we already know like what we're gonna be doing and trying to get our nonprofit off the ground
0: well liz thank you really appreciate you being open and honest and just vulnerable to kind of the situation you're going through a lot of people have had a tough time during covid right. and so people will listen to it and I, I think resonate in a lot of different ways so thank you for being you and for being strong and
1: thank you for having me appreciate it always a pleasure, pleasure.
0: pleasure. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please leave us a quick review. This helps us get noticed by other podcast listeners like yourself. If you know anyone that would benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. That wraps up today's show. Thank you, and I'll see you on the next episode.